Coming up, a dramatic comeback win for the Penguins, and the Panthers hold off a late rally from the Avs. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts joining us to go over the biggest stories on the ice. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. It was a dramatic finish between the Florida Panthers and the defending Stanley Cup champs. Locked On Avs goes over a rally that came up short. Locked On Panthers is relieved to see the Cats come away with a win. All right, the Colorado Avalanche dig themselves a hole against the Florida Panthers. They dig themselves out of it, but they can't stop the Panthers from scoring a late power play goal in the third. They tied it up 4-4, four to four, but that one power play goal by the Panthers gives them the 5-4 to four lead, and it's struggle city for the Avalanche right now. Florida was perfect on the power play. Colorado was – they didn't convert a single one of their three chances – they left Florida every opportunity, and Florida seized that opportunity and walked out of Ball Arena with a win. Yeah, you give the Avs credit for coming back, but at the same token, you don't want to be getting that far behind, especially at home, especially coming off a win. So the Avs really got to have those 60-minute those games, and they're not doing that. They're not doing a lot of things right now. So it's another loss for the Avalanche. And you just got to hope at some point the fortunes will turn for the Avs. This was definitely a game that if you're a fan of either the Florida Panthers or the Colorado Avalanche, that probably took a few years out of your life. What is up, guys? It's Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers survive in their 5-4 to four win over the defending Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. And it's always fun when these two teams get together as these two teams are, when it comes to their timelines of rebuilding and going after a cup last year with one winning the President's Trophy, one winning the cup, and now two teams just slightly out of the postseason. The Florida Panthers were off to a fast 3-0 start, scoring goals in different ways, off the rush, chip and chase, Perfect on the power play, but blowing a third-period lead went up 4-1, allowing the Colorado Avalanche to tie at four. Even had a disallowed goal there with a challenge for offside. But Matthew Kachuk, the hero, with about three minutes left in the third period, scores on the power play, leads the Panthers in goals and assists and two goals on the night for the Cats powers the Panthers to this win and a very important one as now they guarantee at least a 500 road trip with one game left for the Panthers on this as they head to Vegas to play them on Thursday night. To listen to my recap of this 5-4 to four win over the Colorado Avalanche, make sure to listen to my next episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast where Jacob Winans will be joining in to break down this win. Your team? Every day. It took until 2023, but Dallas finally getting their first shootout win of the season. Locked on Islanders and locked on stars are in to go over a low scoring matchup. The New York Islanders earned one point, but they should have had more. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders fall in a shootout two to one to the Dallas Stars. But you know, this is the kind of 
shootout loss that makes fans feel better. The Islanders played their game. They forechecked well. They got in the passing lanes. They got solid goaltending from Ilya Sorokin. If the Islanders play the way they played tonight, every game, they are going to be not just a playoff team, but a very dangerous playoff team. The problem remains just not having that goal scorer, and that's something that ended up hurting the Islanders because they couldn't convert their chances both during the game and in the shootout. Kudos to Jake Ottinger of the Stars for the strong game he played. For more, listen to and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. The Dallas Stars pick up their first shootout win of the season behind a Herculean effort from one Jake Ottinger. Hey, everybody, Dane Lewis with the Locked On Stars podcast. And Jake Ottinger should deservedly be the first, second, and third star of this game. He saves 26 of 27 shots, and especially in that third period, he really kind of just felt like he was on his own. A lot of odd man rushes, a lot of golden opportunities for the Islanders late in that game. Jake Gottinger stands firm. He stands firm in overtime, and he stands firm in the shootout, allowing zero pucks to go past him Uh, and Jason Robertson on the other end of the ice scoring the stars lone goal in regulation his 29th of the season and also one of the heroes in the shootout as well alongside Jake Ottinger scoring the only goal that would go in from any player on the ice I can't necessarily say great game by the stars overall but it is a great result uh, especially given how their last road trip went last week in California you you got to be in you know, pleased with a result like this, getting two points in a game that, in all honesty, you probably should have lost if it were not for your outstanding goaltender uh, making incredible saves left and right. But the Stars will take whatever they can get, and this win puts Coach Pete DeBoer as the head coach of the Central Division team for NHL All-Star Weekend. He'll be joining Jason Robertson and maybe a few other Dallas Stars as well, depending on how the fan vote goes. Great result for the Stars Huge for them to pick up two points. Now they get a day off, and they'll be looking ahead to a date with the New York Rangers on Thursday. But we'll talk about this game, break it down in its entirety, and gush about Jake Ottinger on Wednesday's episode of Locked on Stars. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast absolutely free. The Devils head to Carolina, get themselves an impressive win against one of the best teams in the East. Locked on Devils explains how New Jersey pulled off the upset on the road last night. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, the New Jersey Devils went into PNC Arena, and they were able to walk away with the win, beating the best team in the Metropolitan Division, the Carolina Hurricanes, by a score of 5-3. to three. Now, if I'm being realistic here, the Devils had no business of winning this game because let's look at the facts. They were outshot. They gave up two shorthanded goals. They were down 3-1, and they were on the road just to add insult to injury. But Dawson Mercer stepped up his game. Jesper Boquist was able to get a goal. And Vitek Vanacek was fantastic in between the pipes for the Devils. So depth just coming through for the Devils. And it's one of the few times that I can actually say that because one of the things I've been talking about the Devils is that they've been a little too top-heavy. But it just goes to show you uh, what depth can do. And they were able to, once again, beat the best team in the Metro. And now they only trail the Hurricanes in the standings by two points. So that was a big win for the Devils to nab. Goals were not in short supply between the Jets and the Red Wings as Detroit comes out on top 7-5. to five. Locked on Jets and Locked on Red Wings are in to go over that high-scoring affair. 
Friends, the Winnipeg Jets lost to the Detroit Red Wings in a strange game, 7-5. And yeah, you know, there's a lot to unpack here, but I think a couple of things definitely stood out. Uh, For one thing, Hellebuck wasn't quite at his absolute best, which, you know, considering how long he's carried this team, he's allowed a few off nights. The defense also didn't exactly do him as many favors. Maybe some net front clearances, that would have been great. Uh, some sloppy turnovers, uh, a couple of really bad reads here and there, and some dumb luck. And just like that, the Jets ended up falling, despite outplaying Detroit by a pretty good margin. Uh, Husso just made those few extra saves at the other end, and the Jets fell short despite, quite honestly, what was a pretty darn good effort. We'll go through this game in more detail on tomorrow's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. So be sure to check it out. I'm your host, Harrison Lee. Thanks for tuning in, and see you soon at Locked On Jets. Well, that was horrifically fun as the Detroit Red Wings snapped their three-game losing streak, winning 7-5 to for the Winnipeg Jets, snapping their five-game winning streak. Moritz Sider has four assists in the game here. A lot of people talking smack on the internet and decided to show up big time in this game. Scotty, what else did we see? That's a loaded question, brother. We saw a lot. Uh, I mean, a, a ton of offense in a game that I don't think anyone really predicted would be an offensive showcasing by both teams. Uh, so so that, I guess, for starters. But uh, the Wallman and, and Sider pairing as a whole, I mean, Wallman looked really good. A lot of offense from a lot of places. Andrew Kopp looked really solid. But special teams showed up in this one and in a big way, both parts of special teams so yeah i mean just all around a ton to go over yeah so much to break down and we'll do that on tomorrow's episode of locked on red wings so stay tuned coming up evgeny malkin spurs a comeback for the penguins this is locked on game to game nhl today's edition of locked on game to game is brought to you by bet online the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs you can get the latest live odds and trends whatever sport you are interested in betting on you can do that at betonline.net it's where the game starts Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Pittsburgh trailed at home by three goals very early, but they were able to battle back to get the comeback win. Locked On Penguins is in to talk over how they got the job done. A wild one at PBJ Paints Arena tonight between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Vancouver Canucks. Hey everyone, I'm Hunter Hodes here with the Locked On Penguins podcast back with another Locked On Now video as the Penguins come from three goals down to beat the Vancouver Canucks 5-4 to get their second win in a row. Penguins are down 3-0 about 10 to 11 minutes into the game. After that, though, the Penguins are able to score three goals in a matter of 8 to 10 minutes to tie the game up going into the first intermission. They then scored two goals in the second period to make it 5-3, and then they were able to hold off Vancouver in the third period as Vancouver got to within one, but Dustin Tokarski, who came in for Casey DeSmith in the first period, was able to make enough saves for the Penguins to get a much-needed win. They've now won two in a row since losing six in a row, and they are firmly in control of a playoff spot right now. They have the Winnipeg Jets on Friday, and they will have the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday. For more on the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can check out the Locked On Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The Blue Jackets were blown out by Tampa on Tuesday, and another loss is added to their record. Locked On Blues is struggling to find a silver lining after another defeat. Blue Jackets lose another game, and they lose another player to injury. That's been the story of this season so far, and it just keeps on coming. Jay Foster locks on Blue Jackets. Uh, The Blue Jackets lose. uh, It's 6-2 as I am recording this. I assume it will probably be 7-2 by the time I am done recording this, because that's kind of how this third period has gone. Uh, Blue Jackets lose another game. Um, 
I, there's, there's, I'm running out of things to say about these losses. Um, they lose Vyazov Gavrikov before the game to injury. They lose Carson Meyer to the during injury. Um, Elvis, who I thought had two really strong periods, uh, the third period just this, this is what the Lightning do. They just they blow through you. Um, so unfortunate for him, unfortunate for the rest of the team. And again, this is just this is the game that they've played all season. It's just this. This is what it is. Um, and that's that's kind of all I've got. Uh, we'll talk about the game tomorrow on Locked On Blue Jackets. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can find it on YouTube. It'll be more fun than this game was, I promise. Uh, and that's kind of... That's all I've got. <laughs> A well-rounded win for San Jose yesterday in Arizona. Locked On Sharks is in to share the details with us post-game. The Sharks finally get depth scoring. I'm J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks. And the Sharks put down the Desert Dogs... 4-2, to getting scoring from depth players like Jacob Magna, uh, Matt Nieto, Nico Sturm, and then Kevin LeBanc as well. And that was pretty much all they needed to put down the, the Arizona Coyotes in Mullet Arena. Um, the Stars didn't have to come out for the Sharks. They, they finally, they've been looking for depth scoring all season. They finally got it tonight. Um, the penalty kill was stellar for the Sharks, shutting down uh, the Coyotes four times. And then... Kapokakinen was solid uh, tonight um, as he only allowed uh, two goals in on 28 shots. So we'll have a full breakdown of the Sharks win against the Coyotes on your next episode of Locked on Sharks, wherever you get podcasts. And of course, you can watch on YouTube as well. Calgary had a decent lead heading into the third period last night, but St. Louis had other plans. They ended up getting the overtime win. Locked on Flames is less than pleased to go over another late game collapse. And just like that, the Calgary Flames blow a two-goal lead to the St. Louis Blues, this time in overtime. Hello, everyone, and I'm Jess Belmosto here from Locked On Flames. And in true typical Flames fashion, they get comfortable, they get on the scoreboard, Lucic scores, Michael Backlund scores, and Andrew Mangiapane scores. They got lucky, and of course, St. Louis starts scoring, and... They called the the fourth goal back because it was offside, so luck was on the flame side there, but it was not enough because 28 seconds into overtime and the flames lost. So, you know, just like that, it's over, it's done with. Markstrom, it's not his fault. It was just overall sloppy, too comfortable, and the flames just didn't do it once again. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Now make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast right here on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.